This is 10 Minutes at the Bar with Mike Teen. You give us 10 minutes, he gives you the world of Miami law. Welcome. This is episode 26 of 10 Minutes at the Bar. And our guest today is the great Roland Sanchez Medina. Roland, in my opinion, and that of many others, is simply the premier business transaction lawyer in Miami. Roland, welcome. You are a homegrown Miamian. And you went to UM undergrad and got a... Uh, a BA in uh, finance and economics. And then decided instead of making money the easy way, you would go and become a lawyer. Uh, the SNM route, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> went to law school at Boston College. <laughs> Got my JD and then got a uh, Master's of Law in Taxation at New York University. Oh, because you're one of the real smart ones. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure I, I think of that right no, now. That's, but, for, that's right, right. for sure. And then, so you have started your own law firm. How long, is, how long is, has SMGQ been in existence? I believe we're in our eighth year now. Wow. Mm. So it's a gorgeous, mid-sized transactional and litigation boutique here in Coral Gables. By the way, we are at... Cafe Demetrio, the coolest uh, old school Florida uh, little cafe uh, here in Coral Gables. Because we always like to do this in a coffee shop, you know? This was perfect. This is the first time we've done it here. Perfect. So um, SMGQ is um, Sanchez Medina, Gonzalez, and um, Casada. And um, the Casada is Emmy Casada, right? Emmy and, and can't leave out Pablo because. Uh, we'll leave. Let's just leave him out. Okay, we'll, we'll just, just say Emmy. Just Emmy. Okay. And the Gonzalez is Peter Gonzalez, a great litigator. Who you've dealt with before? A wonderful litigator who is uh, eventually going to be on this, but but I said it's age before beauty, <laughs> so we've got you. We've got you. He's going to repeat that <laughs> in an inordinate amount of times. I know. He's, yeah. he's actually too funny for this thing, and I, I'll just get upstage. So I, anyway, you can tell him that, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's very talented. He is. So, and let's talk about you a little bit more. So, um, Roland, you are um, on the Florida board, uh, Bar Board of Governors. I am. And you've been there for how long? Uh, I'm in my fifth year in the Board of Governors uh, from the 11th Circuit, one of the eight people that's serving from the wow. 11th Circuit. Fifth year, and there's an election every two years. That's correct. So you've managed to beat uh, all your challengers and discourage them from uh, putting their names in the hat? Or I, I just started my fifth year, so uh, I've been fortunate that no one's uh, elected or run against me. Yeah, good, because if someone does that, um, we're going to do another podcast about them, okay? So, <laughs> I, that's what I love to hear. Of, the power of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, and you were president of CABA, the Cuban-American Bar Association? Everything, uh, everything that I've done from a uh, uh, extra professional, extracurricular activity, I attribute to starting with CABA, the Cuban-American Bar Association. Really? So, tell us about that. It's just a, it's an organization that uh, taught me about leadership. It taught me about giving back to lawyers. Um, it allowed me the opportunity to interact with other VB, uh, voluntary bar organizations. Uh, I got a chance to meet other leaders from the different voluntary bar groups and encouraged me to continue giving service. Uh, I, you know, I love Kaba. Wow. You know, can you talk about that a little bit in terms of the advice that you give to young lawyers? Uh, who want to come out and be transactional business lawyers. And um, it seems that you have just had a tremendous uh, part of your life has been community 
activities. And how has that played in, and is that part of what you would what you would uh, advise a young lawyer to do if they wanted to become like Roland Sanchez Medina? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, right now in my life, I, I try to do three things. I um, the Board of Governors of, of the Florida Bar is time consuming. I dedicate a lot of time to that. From a business perspective, I love being a member of the Orange Bowl community. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. So I love college football, and and it really is a it's a it's a tourist opportunity. So it's a, an opportunity to tell everyone what a wonderful place we live in, in South Florida. That's so cool. And then another, another organization called Leadership Florida. So I, I try to do those three, but I will tell you as a younger attorney, I, uh, I did the shotgun approach where I would do 10 things, right? And so I would do eight poorly and two, you know, I was mediocre at, right? And so any recommendation would be find just two or three organizations that you want to do, but you have to like what they do, whatever it may be, because if you don't like what they do and you don't like the the service, you don't like their um, their services they provide, or you don't you don't like the uh, particular committee, you're not going to be involved. You're not going to you're not going to make time for the organization. So do a few of them, do them really well, be all in. But it's got to be something you like. If you know if if uh, if it involves sailboats and you hate sailing, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna yeah. get involved. How did, well, why did you become a lawyer, Roland? Um, I would love to say it was some kind of master plan. For me, it was more a, a, a default. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my father's an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, when I was growing up, I must have seen 100 surgeries. I thought I was going to go that route. But um, I just didn't, I didn't have it, you know, I wasn't fully in with going to med school. It's so. really gross. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's it's not for everybody. My my oldest daughter actually is uh, a senior in college, and it looks like she's going to go to med school. So I'm glad one of us is following in my father's footsteps. But it, it just wasn't in the cards, and um, and I didn't think business school was an opportunity. But listen, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made, and uh, it not exactly thought out properly. But sometimes under the under, it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about this. Orange Bowl Committee, Florida Bar Board of Governors, CABA President. How did you know, coming out of law school, that that was that, that getting involved in all these organizations was a great thing to do for being a lawyer? Um, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll confess, I didn't. I was a geek. I was just you know, practiced law. I just spent the time in the library, tried to get in the courtroom, and I, I didn't get involved in that stuff. How did you know? You know, it's, uh, I, I've been asked that question before, and I, I think my roots are in to go back to uh, high school, and I went to Blend Jesuit Prep. The, the motto of the school is a man for others. And oh, I don't want to glorify it too much, but... No, it has that reputation here in Miami. That's exactly right, and I think part of it is to give back, right? I mean, you know, do what you do and do it well, professionally but also give back to the community give back to your fellow man and i mean that's uh and i'm not the first one at blend to do that right so i'm i'm convinced part of this it's probably one of those things that as a child as a in my formative years you heard it so much that it that it really stuck with me that's good stuff what do you do to encourage the young lawyers in your firm to follow that path i um I, I, I sit down together with them and I say, listen, let's find out two or three or four things that you really like to do. Let me know how I can help you, whether it's CABA, whether it's the DCBA, Wilkie Ferguson, um, Fall. I, I tell them it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to meet some of your colleagues in this profession. And I, and I will tell you, I, 
I also this is uh, hokey, but I, I I believe lawyers, um, as a general rule, whether they give politically or they give for charitable causes, do so much good in our community. And it's, I mean, it's not hokey, and it, and and you live the, you live by those words. I mean, my gosh, as a, a, on the Florida bar, board of governors, what is it? Four, five? How many meetings a year is it? It's five meetings a year. Uh, many many committee meetings, um, but you know I. I I, I got to tell you, I, I love it. I mean, I really do. I um, It's one of those things that maybe uh, because of my background, maybe I was being ultra uh, ambitious, right? So once again, you're doing something because you think it's the proper path to go. And then when you get there, it exceeded my expectations. Wow. Yeah. Smart people, kind, good people who give a shit about our profession. Right. Are trying to improve it. Uh, Want to make life better for lawyers. Understand the issues that we have because they're practicing lawyers. There's right. there's not anybody in there that's, you know, maybe really, really young and, you know, just starting or extremely old and maybe on the other side of, of their legal careers. They're practicing day in and day out. So they understand the issues that we have. And we have many, many issues. We have... Uh, well, I, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're referring to? I meant professionally, right? Oh, is, right, 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 right no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, you don't look like you have that many issues, though, Michael. That's <laughs> for another I podcast. Mean, other, other than being very, uh, very, very podcast. shy. You know, you're a very shy guy. Uh, so tell us a little bit, tell us litigators a little bit, Roland, about, like, w- w- what's so great to you about being a transactional lawyer? You know, it's interesting that you say that, because I think I've realized that more recently, more than ever, I just don't like to fight at the level that the litigators fight, I right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm as the saying goes, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So, when you're working on a transaction, you can be completely intransigent, and you could be, I am not allowing this you to change this paragraph whatsoever, and then the deal doesn't close, and then you lose your client because yep. Yep. Uh, lawyers that can't close deals don't get other deals, right? Yep. And so you find a way to work with your client. Say, listen, I think we can give in here. But maybe there we have to, you know, be a little bit more finite about what we need. Um, so it's really the concept of putting things together, right? Things have to work. You have to compromise. Litigators, you know, the, from my experience and more so today than ever, scorched earth. Yeah. Go, you know, blank you. No, 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 blank it's you. Too much. It's too much. And so, uh, and I've so I've been dealing recently with you know a couple of clients that have been more on that level, and I just I, I just, I'm not enjoying it. Right? It's like literally everything's a fight and a tangle. And uh, uh, like I said, I, I would ro- rather work on a compromise to come again to have some common principles, sign the agreement up, close the deal, and go on to the next one. Good, good words. What, what, what's been your, let's say, one of your proudest moments as a lawyer, Roland? Um, I, I would, for, forming my firm with Peter Gonzalez and Emmy Casada and Pablo Casada, uh, at the time, it was an opportunity to, to affiliate with people that I really liked, guys that I really, and ladies who I like to spend time with, and then, you know, uh, and then working together and, and forming a, a larger firm. And you know this, just as well as I do, how much, you know, what percentage of our waking time do we spend at work? Right. Oh. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. And so, uh, and you know, it's work. So if, if they weren't paying, you probably wouldn't be doing it, right? Uh, and so forming a place that's harmonious, people get along, we, you know, we laugh, we pay for our bills, uh, and uh, it's, it's been very rewarding in that regard. 
you know, and I, I, the, 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 the way you and I really first met was working on a judicial campaign uh, right. of one of our really, really great uh, circuit court judges here in Miami-Dade. And I know you've done a lot of that. And that really, it's really a meaningful thing for our community. Well, I, I you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I although, like I said, I don't litigate, I, I, I do believe that for most people, the uh, the opportunity to see a judge is the representation of justice in this country, right? Yeah. And so if you have a judge that's not patient, that's not uh, considerate, that's, uh, that's not even-handed, right? I mean, that doesn't give it an opportunity uh, for whomever the case may be, whoever's in front of them. To sense, seeing some level of compassion, you know, you got to go, right? <laughs> and then on the other hand, people who do do that successfully, and I think the vast majority of judges in, in Miami-Dade County, we're, we've been very they fortunate. Do. Yeah, we have a yeah. great bench. We have a great bench. Um, and so I, 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 you, I, I, uh, I want to see, you know, if my kids are in front of the judge, if my dad's in front of the judge, I want to see somebody who's a good person, who's a smart person, yep. who, you know... Uh, do I want them to rule in my favor? Of course I do. But that being said, you know we, we're given the facts we that we're given. We want some due process. We want some due process. Thank you very much. Um, and like I said, I, t- to me that's extremely important. And, yeah. and we're very lucky. I mean, listen, every, every once in a while they they and you know this, they become our friends. Yep. And you and I, I so many of them that I admire. And it's public service and and it's uh, a very difficult job. It's a very difficult job. And and I and I need to tell you, I mean, I the patience that some of them show is beyond the realm. It is. Especially when I'm in the courtroom. <laughs> I've, so I've, I've seen I've seen the courtroom. We're, we're way over. You're, you're, you're not too bad. You're not too bad. We're we're way over our, our ten minutes, but this has been so much fun, Roland. You're you're such a brilliant lawyer and such a role model. Let me ask you this final question: What what do you have a motto or a a code that you practice by, or that you teach others to practice by, and that you try to follow yourself? <laughs> Uh, it's something that I, I tell my son a lot because he seems to make a lot of mistakes is that um, <laughs> everyone makes mistakes. You know? And uh, just let's, let's just not try to repeat them. Uh, I, I don't know. That's the first one that came to no, mind. <laughs> Every morning I make so many of them. No, I mean, you don't. Roland, it's, it's so great. Thank you so much for making the time. We're, uh, I'm, I'm proud to be your colleague. I really am. Well, thank you for having me, Michael. Our pleasure.